Hi Taylor, hi Mary, it's Ellie over in Austin, Texas. I just wanted to say hi using this little anchor recording thing. Uh, and I just also wanted to say that it has been so much fun listening to your guys' podcast. I always look forward to the new episodes whenever they come out. I just listened to Mary's episode like on her travel mishaps and it made me really appreciate all the good luck I've had in traveling. <laughs> so thank you for always sharing your fun stories and your really great insights. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing, or I guess I should say hearing, uh, what y'all continue to create in the future. So thank you for Over the Thread. Welcome to Over the Thread. My name is Taylor, and on our podcast today, we have another special guest. Um, you heard him in the last guest podcast. Um, we have the one and only Bailey Stanfield back again. Hi. Hello, everyone. Woo-hoo. Glad to have you back on the show. It's been a um, while. It's, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> even though we you know maybe maybe recorded prior but it's all right it has That's technically been a while it. it's been a while since we've like officially done a podcast like yeah. i think it's been like a month or two maybe yeah two months? what was i don't know yeah. what was the last one um there was one in between the beam one wasn't there oh yeah yeah yeah. we did we did the series we did the opportunities um yes that one was so good that's the one that that's my go-to when i when i send somebody like a podcast of like one although the slaves to guilt one's really good too but the opportunities and collaboration is great yes yeah i'm glad you shared that one um on the anchor on the anchor page that's yeah that that was a super cool one yeah yes yes so good um but yeah so we're back at it again for another like little they're kind of like mini segments because we don't like go super intensely um into these but um i think we're just gonna touch we're gonna touch on this this topic um let me see my phone just closed um but yeah so we were talking a little bit i think it was probably it was couple days ago when we were trying to figure out what we wanted to podcast about yeah and we were thinking of doing one on kind of like sort of like progress like essentially it's like how we can stay inspired without getting like bored like how we can like learn from other people's processes and like how they do things and then apply it to sort of like our methods and podcasts in, yes. in podcasting or, or whatever we're doing in a um, way it's like an extension of patience patient well patience and learning like learning through patience and learning through yeah. kind of trial and error true it's it's definitely a lot of patience because you have to kind of go in knowing that you don't know everything yes and when you're taking inspiration from somebody or you're like, oh, I really like how they do this or that, and you try and replicate it, um, it's going to, like, take a while to, like, actually get that going. And then I think another thing to think about is, like, for us, like, when, like, there's a lot of people, there's some people out there where they, like, will see something and then they copy it, and then, like, they don't really, they don't really put their own spin on it. They just copy it. Um, But then it's another thing to take this inspiration from whoever it is, and then apply it to your own podcast and figure out how you can, like, adapt it into your own process and your own style to, like, modify your style to make it better than it was. Um, yeah. 
but not like copy someone directly. Um, at least like some people do that. Some people don't, but that's kind of, that's kind of like what I do, I think with the podcast and what Mary does, um, what we both kind of bring to it and it's kind of like constantly adapting it almost. Yeah. Adapting. And there's no such thing as originality, but there is still plagiarism. So you can like draw from a bunch of different influences, but you can't blatantly copy a, like a framework of like somebody that you like. So it's like coming up with your own style, even though like, I mean, you're not, it's not going to be totally original, but you can, you can be different still. Right. So true. I think, I think a lot of it, like, I mean, I'm just thinking, cause like I'm comparing this to just something that I, I'm close to and I know, um, just coming up with this podcast. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that Mary and I had listened to prior to starting this podcast. I mean, it's why we started. We, you know, we were inspired by these different people that did podcasts, um, or, you know, other, other, other influences, but you know, it's kind of like you have to almost sit down and write out what your podcast is. Um, Mm -hmm. I think when you first start something, and we talked about this in Ben, when I interviewed Ben, um, and he brought up a a great point, but like, you don't know what it's going to be when you start. Like, you have an extent of knowledge of, well, we want to do this thing, but you're never going to know what exactly you want until you start and you kind of get through the process of it like it's a process um and so i think the way that mary and i are able to now kind of continually modify the podcast is you know we've we started we've done we've done the things we've kind of figured out probably i think we figured out oh gosh probably a couple months in or maybe a month or so in kind of what we wanted it to be and it's it's kind of slowly been morphing into more of what we want yeah um but once we kind of knew our goal or essentially our goal and it sort of it sort of transforms over time but not much um we were able to say okay this is our goal you know what can we like take from other people like in terms of okay this person's doing this really well how can we then adapt it to our situation and our purpose um and i think that's the main way that you can like get out of like copying people you know straight out because you're gonna have to adapt it anyways because your podcast is most likely not like somebody else's podcast um unless of course it's like something that's already been done before and it's very very much the same as like someone else's podcast then obviously the you have bigger problems at that point like yeah. there's some issues there but i think that's the best way that we go about it yeah i mean if you have a goal in sight then you the adapting part just is a little bit easier if you're going in kind of blind it's like a it's it's like a i mean it's still fine that way but it's a whole new like monster but right having goals in sight definitely make that easier but if your right. goal is, again, if your goal is something too alike to something else, then it's, you're just like, I mean, there's no, you're just kind of shooting at nothing. Right. Or shooting at something that's not going to end up working because it's, it's not original. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think, like, I mean, even, even when we were trying to figure out, like, you know, 
promoting our podcast and like what is our podcast going to look like even just you know most mostly podcasts you don't really think about it in the visual terms but since like we're kind of weird um since mary and i are both artists you know we when we do our podcast we like to have cover art that goes with each podcast and that's something that we um it's something that we wanted to do to start off like before we even saw anyone else's work and anyone what anyone else does with podcasts we immediately said that that's something we wanted to do and it's kind of one of those things that does kind of make us a little bit different is like not everyone does that most of the time most people when they record a podcast it's they have their cover and that's that is that um but we kind of were like how can we promote how can we promote our podcast and both of us being designers and both of us being creatives that like to do creative work that's not for our work not like for um you know our full-time jobs um we were like how can we do this and we decided that we wanted to just do cover art uniquely for each each thing and i remember mary and i when we first started we didn't know what we were doing we were kind of like okay we sort of had a strategy but not really and we've kind of been adapting it slowly but it's also something that like depending on like what you're doing if we're talking about podcasts um, or even like a company or something that you have with somebody else, it's, it's worth the conversation to like have that conversation of like, Hey, um, where, where do we want to take this? And, you know, we kind of had some goals and we were like, we want it to kind of look like this. We want people to get this out of, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking of our Instagram mainly cause that's kind of like where all of our visuals kind of live. Um, they're all over the place, you know, on our promoted on our facebook and whatnot but we kind of have this idea of like okay we want to have this really nice look and like when you look at our page like we want it to be visually pleasing and that's um from my experience and podcasts on instagram it's not really the place for a podcast right but um i haven't seen a whole lot of stuff done um in terms of the visuals and so we wanted to kind of transform the game um so we kind of had a meeting and we were like, hey, I really want to include these photos and we want to do it in such a way where um, they tile. And then when you look at the actual feed, it's like this really pretty thing that all connects. And so like that was like a conversation that we had and we kind of came up with. Um, but I, I guess I guess like before you start getting inspiration from people, you kind of have to have like an idea of like what sort of like thing that you're going for it's kind of what we said earlier but like meeting i think meeting is huge and like talking about it if it's yeah. with somebody else getting on the if same it's just page. with yourself yeah like and even if it's just just yourself it's like take the time to like research it and like take the time to like write down your thoughts um yeah. of what you want I mean, because um, I think I know, a lot of times people don't. Yeah, it's. Or, I mean, it's really easy for people to think. I just want this to be my home, my my own project, and it's just me. I don't want any help on it. But, like, I know that I've been like guilty of that. But I enjoy, or like, I've learned to enjoy to kind of reach out and get opinions and stuff. It it, it gives yeah. you a different confidence. Like, you can still maintain your original goal, but you just learn what's good and what's not by talking it out, or or like you said, like even just writing it down. Or sometimes, like, I, what I've been doing with my podcast is I'll just, like, talk things out and I'll come up with, yeah. like, just ideas as I'm talking that I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Even though it's, like, my own thoughts, they're just, like, formulated differently when I'm talking them out. I think I think that's what I like about your podcast is it's, like, I the feel process. like I'm figuring out things with you. Yeah. Like, 
it's such a process. Like, it's funny. It's unlike anything I've heard before um, in terms of, like, I mean, it's just you. It's great. Um, but it, like, it's kind of like you talk through these ideas and thoughts about, like, generally it relates to your podcast and how to, like, do it better or how to, you know, um, transform it or, or make it more of what you want want people to hear. And it's interesting because you talk about, you know, like I think you were saying you came up with it actually during the podcast um, where you're like, you know what, I want this podcast to be something that people on their commute, on their daily commute every day can listen to. And it's the exact time of their commute. Yeah. So literally in the podcast, I Googled the average American commute to work. Literally. And, and came up with how long I my <laughs> desired length or like around there would be. But yeah, no, I mean, right. and it's so funny because I've thought before, I was like, okay, when do I listen to podcasts most? Or like, when do I listen to podcasts the most that most other people would also like, because at work, I like was in the position where I could just listen to podcasts literally like the whole time I'm working just because of the way that my work was. But I know that's not possible for a lot of people. But I had, I had thought about the drive to work, how that's just like free space that people fill up. But I was like, they well, can't avoid it. Yeah. Either. I mean, it's, and it's, yeah, completely unavoidable. Some people will listen to music or the radio, but I was like, what if it was my podcast or a podcast? And then I thought about it, but it's so funny. Yeah. I mean, just saying things out loud are completely different than what it sounds like in your head. Right. Or even just like writing stuff down. I yeah. mean, like it, I think it makes it, it makes it even better. I feel like whenever we have like our podcasts, I feel like I understand things better yeah. Because I'm, like, talking to people about these big ideas, and I feel like I, all of a sudden, like, I have, like, I didn't have an answer in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, it gets to me, and I'm talking, and I'm like, oh, I have an answer, or, like, somewhat of an answer, you know? Yeah. Um. It's like, um, yeah. it's like those puzzles, or, like, it'll be, like, a, a I'm trying to think of, like, an exa example, like, where, oh, oh, or, like, when, maybe if you're, like, looking for the TV remote or something, and it's, like... <sighs> you're just alone looking for the TV remote and then somebody else comes in the room and they're like a fresh mind and they go and look in some yes. place that you've already looked, but it was like right in front of your face. And all it took was some, like, cause in your head you're thinking I've already looked there. I don't need to go back, but they're like, right. I'm, it's right there. I, I, you just had to lift this up. And I was like, Oh, well, okay. It just, sometimes just hearing even, even hearing your own thought said out loud from somebody else's mouth sounds like it's completely different because you're like, Oh, okay. It sounds better when you say it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've come to that realization many a time. <laughs> That's so true. Or like you'll say something or you'll be thinking something or I don't know, or you'll write down something, you'll send it to somebody and then they'll say it out loud. And you're like, wait, I see, I see something different or like, I feel like I don't relate to this anymore. Like yeah. you kind of like you then when you're hearing it from somebody else, you kind of realize stuff that you wouldn't. Just like a you second opinion. Yeah. Or read it. Yeah. Welcome to Over the Thread. My name is Taylor. And I'm Mary. Uh, today, before we get into our scheduled program, as one would say, we have a really exciting announcement to share with you guys. Today is launch day of listener Woo! support. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. Yeah, so Anchor partnered with us to release this new feature to you guys. Now, you may be asking yourself, insert name, what is listener support? Is it a hearing aid? I have no idea what you're talking about, but no. 
Listener support allows you to... Let me find another word for this. Um, underpin? Uh, you mean support? Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just looking through my handy-dandy thesaurus, because you can only say support so many times, but, I mean, also not enough. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah. Uh, so where were we? Um, uh, support. Yes, so you can support your favorite podcast shows directly on Anchor through the listener support feature. This new feature is incredible. It allows us to minimize the number of sponsored ads we include in this podcast. It allows us to keep giving you the content you want without the interruptions. If you're in the U.S., huzzah! Huzzah! Woo! You now have access to the listener support feature. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast profile hint us over the thread um, on anchor and click the support this podcast button now from there you'll be able to support said podcast by making a recurring monthly payment of 99 cents 4.99 or 9.99 guys that's like one party popper at the dollar store I mean, or a Vente half whole milk, one quarter, one percent, one quarter non-fat, extra hot, extra sugar, in the raw, latte. Or, you know, just the avocado toast from that really cute brunch place around the corner. Ooh, true. It's fast, it's easy, it's secure, allowing you to pay right through the app with your card, Apple Pay, or even Google Pay. Is Google Pay even a thing? Mary, what century do you currently live in, RN? RN. It's what the kids say these days. Anyways, all you need to do is tap the button, enter your information, and the charge is processed. No sweat. And you guys will get an email confirming the support of the show you selected over the thread once the payment is processed, including payment details and relevant support articles. Also, each month you'll get an email updating you of your subscription, and maybe even hello from the podcast. As of right now, the only way to do this is to access it through the desktop app, but in the near future, this feature will be enabled right on your mobile device. Imagine a world where podcasts don't have commercials. Honestly, if we get enough of you to support the show, we won't have to start implementing sponsored ads that disrupt your listening pleasure. Also, having a group of fans backing you up is the greatest gift that you can give a podcaster. It also allows them to give you the very best content that they can. So be one of the first to try out listener support. Go to anchor.fm forward slash sign up to try it out today. Bye. Bye. Then the, the staying inspired part is really, I think that, so there's a lot of people that are afraid of compliments. I know I don't like compliments a lot of times and I don't like deal well with like positive encouragement in a lot of cases, but I think because huh. it just it like it makes me feel like I didn't deserve it or something and I know that that's not like a super uncommon thing, but I think that sometimes yeah. to stay influenced you have to accept like motivators and like things that'll yeah. keep you motivated and keep you inspired. I think I think I definitely relate in some cases. I think that was really hard for me to wrap my head around and, like, be able to accept compliments. Um, you can talk to Mary about it, too. I mean, she's the same way. She's worse than me. But, like, um, I've kind of, like, learned even in, like, when we were doing – when we were, you know, in, in college, in art school, I had to learn how to take a compliment because you don't get them that often. Yeah. Um, 
And so, like, in that in that sense, like, you kind of are like, ooh, like, I haven't gotten that in a while. That feels good. But, um, yeah, I think I think that's part of it, too, because it's it's almost like it's acknowledging what you're doing correct, kind of. It's like, I don't know, for me, like, you know, I, I hope that people are getting a lot out of, for example, out of our podcast. Um, I hope that people are relating to it. And you don't really, you don't really know because, I mean, Anchor's cool in which you can like send voice messages and things like that. But um, I mean, not everyone's going to send you a message. And so I think it's really cool when you get like a, you know, feedback from somebody and they're like, hey, like this touched me or this inspired me or just like keep doing what you're doing or good job or like you kind of have to like take those and and be like, okay, like I'm doing really well. And it, it might not be the case for everyone. Not, you know, maybe, maybe a lot of people aren't really relating, but I mean, you are, you're touching those like certain people that are, that are reaching out to you. So I feel like inherently like that's a success and it's like that you should take that and then it should inspire you to keep going. And yeah. like, I'd say like, take as much um, compliments as you possibly can and like have that be like a um, a catalyst to innovating or finding out like more things that are you know you know something that you're doing well in or I mean also you know inversely if you have someone that's telling you like kind of like intense feedback or like kind of giving you kind of I mean of, of course there's like some people that you know, their feedback is really negative and it's not good, but sometimes it's constructive. So it's almost like there's also that side of it too, is like taking that constructive criticism and like letting it, instead of like dwelling on like the stuff that you're not really doing correctly, is like, how can I innovate this part? Like, because I know this isn't working and maybe I need to do the research and like see what other people are doing. And then kind of from there, you know, have that inspire me to rework this, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to, like, it's it's dangerous listening to everybody, but at the same time, I think that you true. need to listen to everybody, but with a filter. And yes. you can kind of piece together, like, the opinions of three or four people and then yes. kind of find a consensus with that. Like, because sometimes, yes. like, the wording, like, the choice wording that people choose can be like more relatable than others and so yeah. like sometimes people will say the same thing but the way that they say it you're like oh, okay like i i actually i can relate to what you're saying even if it's about you you're like okay i get that and you can kind of improve on that or like use that as motivation um the there's this lady that wants me to be a, a personality for i think that i mentioned this with you there's a lady that yes. right, is a writer for the Boston Red Sox, which I played baseball my entire life, but I've never really watched it. I'll watch the World Series, but I don't. I have very limited knowledge. But she oh, wants me same. to be. I'm there she, with you. Oh well, you do you watch the Padres at all, San Diego? Uh, like well, so <laughs> I don't watch them unless I'm invited to a game. Yeah. And if I'm invited to a game, I usually have good seats because it's my friends will invite me and their parents have season tickets. So literally like it's, I would say if you're in San Diego and you like sports in general, go to a Padres game because they have the best food and the coolest atmosphere probably in the city of San Diego. Going to um, games, it, like a baseball game yeah. is one of the greatest atmospheres because it's never loud. Yes. It's not like an obnoxious, no. like, like a football game is very like for certain people. 
and it's very yeah. loud. But baseball games yes. are just super chill. You're just really hanging out. But then there's also like things happening, and every now and then people will go crazy and cheer. And you're like, it's still got the excitement, but there's also a chill factor to it. That's why yes. it's a great uh, spectator sport. Yes. So from so I've seen I've seen several games, but I'm I don't follow them really. Also, the Padres like love them but also they really are really bad they're, so yeah, they're rarely good they're they're really bad like it's they were good in like 2005 and that yeah. was it um hopefully they keep saying like next year next year i don't know <laughs> but i'm like i'm not that hopeful but um yeah so i i have no knowledge of baseball really like very very small like and i small. keep thinking Every year, we'll, me and my dad will watch the World Series, and we're like, wow, next year I really want to follow. And then the year comes around, and we don't watch anything. Like, I didn't even yeah. watch the All-Star Game or the Home Run Derby, which I've watched, like, every year ever. And oh, I did wow. it this year. So, like, I just haven't really paid attention at all. But this lady yeah. writes for the Boston Red Sox, and they've got this Facebook group that's, like, hopping. I think it, I, I think it's up to 77,000 or 78,000 people. Which is super impressive. Which is really impressive for, I mean, it's it's like an email subscription that they get. And then the Facebook group is just kind of like for people to just relate to each other. But uh, she wants me to join her and then two other guys that are, they're all like just kind of in the older generation. And they want a younger person to kind of relate with the, uh, like the younger, I think she wants 20 to 40 or 20 to 35 audience, which is funny to me that she wants me as a personality with no knowledge. And I kept like, we went and met and she kept saying that I didn't, all, the only knowledge I needed was the chemistry that they have, which is difficult in its own regard, but it's not knowledge, knowledge. It's more like intuition and like human behavior studies. But right. Like I kept saying like, I, but I, I literally know, I, I bet I know three Red Sox currently. And she's like, no, you, I promise you, you don't even really need to know the stats because those are just stuff that you can just look up. And I'm like, okay. But it was like humbling that I was one of the first people that she thought of as a personality just because she said something that was really weird, but I kind of understood what she said. Um, it was because she watches all my videos and that's where she like saw my like camera personality. But she said something that's like- funny. When she hears me talk, she says it always feels like I have something else to say, but I won't say it, which is such a weird thing to say. But what? I, I kind of get that. Like, I could kind of see that actually. Like whenever I, like I'll end something, but it's like, the the tone is like I, I'm holding something out, but you wanna you're you're probably gonna want to watch the next episode because I might say it. And I'm like, huh, I kind of I kind of get that. And I've never that's such an interesting insight. Yeah, I've never heard that from anybody. And when she said that, I was like, oh huh all right i'll take that like that's a very that's a, i feel like that's a super unique trait and I, I, i'm like yeah. I'm, I'm proud of that and i never even knew that that was a something that i had so like you never know when a compliment will like hit you right or when like right. I mean, that's such that's such a bizarrely worded thing and i'm like so happy it happened but yeah like i don't that's know such a compliment. Wow. yeah i mean just a unique cool. thing but i mean you just and you don't need to go fishing for compliments, but you it's not no. like for that thing. I posted on the Anchor th- the Anchor uh, Facebook page just trying to get to know people. But at the same time, I'm trying to learn myself or like I, yeah. I, I want them to watch my podcast so I can get feedback. But I'm it's not with no return. Like 
I right. have, I've watched everybody that's commented. I've went and watched through a couple of theirs and some of them, like they're not, not really my style. Like there are a few that were very niche and it, it's, they were great. Like they sounded great. And I gave them feedback based off of like voice, whatever, like, and tried to help them out as best as I could. But there are some that like, I actually, like I listen to now and it's, yeah, so, like, I, it was, it was a trade off kind of thing. So I think that, I mean, I, I felt no guilt in that because it, it was a mutually beneficial thing, symbiotic. I mean, I also think it's cool, like, even just, like, straight up asking people who you, like, care about. Yeah. Like, people who care about you. Um, like, saying, like, hey, like, <clears throat> what are some things that I do, like, what are some things that you connect with or things that I do well? Like, I think that, I mean, that could be going for anything, really. I mean, it could be, like, I remember when I when I wrote my college essays to get into college. And um, it was super daunting for me because I was, like, I had never really written about myself in that yeah. way of like you kind of have to not like brag, but you kind of have to be like, hey, these are like these all these really cool things that I've done. Yeah, you're just and like you have selling to do yourself. It. You're like right. You're almost like selling yourself in some ways. Um, and I remember asking people and being like, hey, like, do you mind like telling me like, you know, what are some things that I'm like strong at? Like, what are some things that you see? And it was interesting hearing well, their take on it. Because they have a very real, you know, understanding of, like, what are all the things that, like, make me who I am. And kind of, like, they could very easily, like, break that down in a way where it wasn't, like, you know, conceited and, like, oh, like, you're this amazing, this and that. But it's, like, hey, like, these are some really cool things that you are, like, strong in. I think that's a really important thing to have in any sort of creative endeavor is having that, like, support group or you know or person that can like tell you hey these are some things that you're really great at or like hey these are some things that you should like work on or like these are some things you can do to improve i think that's kind of critical i agree i mean Um, you can't do everything by yourself like it's just it's not right you can't do it that i mean like our group chat like just me you and mary like we'll just throw in stuff about each other's podcasts and it's just like a just like a positive outlet kind of bragging on each other like yeah to each other and then, like, yeah. Zach Scriven and I will do the same thing. Like, it's just, you just, like, if you can just find friends that are, and it's it's super easy for us because we do the same thing so we can relate in the in the same field. Right. So, like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that and having that. I think that, what what is that called? There's a name for that. Oh, just a su- support group. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't remember that name. <laughs> like, just having a support group is, I was thinking Think Tank, but that's, that's not it. It's good to have a think tank too, but a support group is very critical. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it, I think that's something that maybe people don't realize they have. Like people are like, oh, I don't really have that. And you're like, actually you technically do. Yeah. Like if you just talk to these people and like, you know, ask you just for gotta feedback. Have a, I think it's cool. Yeah. Like a group of people that you will listen to their opinions. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's interesting. Huh. Again, it's it's interesting talking about this stuff because I think this is all stuff that I knew, but I'm like, oh, like I'm getting stuff from this too. I'm yeah. like, interesting. Like when it comes down to like, it, it really just hearing it t- like spoken s- out. It's just a completely out. different thing. I mean, it's true. That's why we podcast. That's right. <laughs> it's a I mean, endeavor. that's what they say. That, that's what they say. Like therapy is so good because... It's like you're getting out all of those like fears or like things that you're upset about. Yeah. And you're like talking them out and then you're like, oh, it's actually like not that bad. 
Yeah. And you don't, I mean, it's it's usually nothing that you don't know. It's just you're hearing it in a different light. There's that guy, right. uh, I've mentioned him in one of my podcasts. His name is Alan Monk, and he's got a podcast yes. where, have you listened to any of his stuff? Shout out to Alan. Yeah. Yes, I have. And his name, his his podcast name is uh, Insistent on Improvement, which is just great. Like, that's literally, all of his podcasts are just like positive influence and it's a great like name. his own improvement. He, he filmed his first couple on his phone and then he got some equipment. So like you're like growing with his podcast and they're all super short, which I like when it usually when it comes on a podcast, I'm more into the like long form. Like I listen to Joe Rogan and his are like three and a half to four hours. They're so long. But yeah. uh, it's nice to have those because it gets overwhelming. Like I listen to Joe Rogan, who's like three and a half hours. There's another one called uh, Tiger Belly that I listen to that's like an hour and a half. And just those alone end up taking any of my time that I'm listening to podcasts. So having the short ones are always, they're nice to to have every so often. Yes. And he does daily as yeah. well. Yeah. And, and I appreciate that. And he, and he like, he started recently. So that's kind of cool. Like yeah. his podcast is already doing really well. And like, I think, and even like when he was talking about his story, I was reading the comment on, um, on the Facebook group, but, um, yeah, it's a really cool, it's, it's cool that like, you know, we can connect with those people and like, yeah. people and it's so easy. You just have to be willing. Yeah. And there, I mean, there's and, a lot of times you find somebody that is parasitic and they, they just want you to see their stuff, but then there's the, the ones that you know are really out here also trying to yeah. improve. Yeah. I think it's definitely cool. It's definitely cool getting feedback from someone who's not, in your same field and then it's also good to get feedback from someone who's in your same field because yeah. they can also have really yeah. great like advice you i know? think that and you you have to listen to their advice differently like if you're listening to something like yeah when i'm listening to you guys i listen to pretty much like everything that you say but if you're listening to somebody who i don't know is like a architect or something but they just are your friend so they know your like personal side and not the technical side then you're listening right. to different pieces of what they right. say so it's right. just it's knowing what to be conscientious of and knowing what to pick out of a conversation, like not, not listen to too harshly. Cause like if you're, right. if you're listening to the advice from somebody who has never listened to your podcast and you're just like, so how have I like been like, how have I been lately? You're going to like, you don't even need to talk about the podcast. Like, I guess you could have them listen to it, but like there's some people that you don't like, there's just separate like fields of interest that you need to, also improve on that aren't just what you're working on right that's so true huh all good things all good things all right guys um if you enjoyed this episode we have a lot more out there on anchor um if you use the anchor app awesome if not you can find us on spotify google play stitcher um all all the great podcast resources um, also, if you guys want to follow us um, and or get more information on the show and when episodes are posted, we post heavily to Instagram. We're at Over the Thread on every social media. Um, we also post on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, if that's your thing, um, <laughs> Twitter, all, all the great uh, social media platforms. So you can follow us there if you want more information on this podcast and um, see our lineup of guests that we've had on the show. Uh, you can go over to lettucedraw.com. That's L-E-T-T-U-S 
draw.com slash over the thread. And that is where you'll find all of the stuff related to our podcast. Anyways, thanks for joining us and we will talk at you again. This is your buddy CEC of Inspirado Projecto. I want you to know that you are doing wonderful work. You're inspiring a populace. It's always important to value the process of what we are creating. Yes, everything will be created in its own time. Everything eventually is edited along the way. Everything morphs. Everything shapeshifts. And that's just accidentally. Knowing that going into creating something enables us to be free with the sloppiness. Allows the kids to get messy, muddy, dirt under their fingers, and sand in their shoe. You're doing incredible work. Keep rocking, keep rolling. Keep the inspirado flowing.